Hey guys, guess what? I was so amped on the jazz soundtrack and Ape Out that I went out and bought a new stand-up bass guitar. I don't really know how to play it yet, so naturally, I'm going to play it the whole time. If you're a music type who just can't appreciate some incredible outsider jazz music, well then this is your stop to fuck off. Now before we start, perhaps one of the coolest features of Ape Out is that it features a dynamic jazz soundtrack that adapts to the way you're playing the game. Start taking dudes out, things are going to really start heating up. Slow down, take a breather, things are going to slow down as well. Now, it was my supposition that the game might actually rely on the jazz soundtrack too much so i turned the sound off and the game was still great in fact the jazz soundtrack definitely takes a good game and makes it great so what i was thinking is that i would take my stand-up bass guitar and turn this pretty good podcast into a great podcast by playing a dynamic jazz soundtrack over top let's enjoy Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, this works. Cool, everything's feeling cool. So what is Ape Out? Ape Out is a video game from 2019. And you know, really to cut to the chase, you pretty much describe it as, well, it's sort of like Hotline Miami, jazz edition only sans all the weird story bullshit. Instead, the game opts to retell the Shakespearean classic The Tempest, wherein a gorilla escapes the evil clutches of scientists, army men, et al., and in the process jibs out like 4,000 armed guards. Only this time, it looks like the cover of a mid-century Eurojazz album entitled something like The Transcontinental Affair in the Key of Dawn, presented in stereo. Only, like... You know, French, so. Oh, ho, ho, ho. the Constantinental Affair in the Key of Dawn in stereo. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I want to be exceedingly clear here. Calling Ape Out Hotline Miami Jazz Edition is really in no way meant to be disparaging towards the game or really diminutive in any fashion. The reality is, is that just like Hotline Miami, Ape Out is a great game. And just like Hotline Miami was a frenetic, balls-hard, top-down, melee-focused twin-stick shooter that absolutely dripped Nuevo 80s synthwave cool, and that cool permeated every single aspect of the game, Ape Out is the exact same, only with jazz. If Hotline Miami is a dude who went out and bought a members-only jacket after going to see Drive, well... Ape Out just watched Whiplash and is currently in the market for a new beret. Now, I suppose the, the comparisons to Hotline Miami don't even really stop there. I mean, just like Hotline Miami, technically the game is solid. I mean, everything just works. And that's important in a um, top-down, you know, melee-based twin-stick shooter like this. Um, if your controls suck, you, you just don't have a game. They have to be snare drum tight. <laughs> and in this case, they are. Outside of that, the visuals, which they look great. 
I the they are a lot of flat colors and it's real reminiscent of kind of like torn paper art style. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that art style is called. Probably should have looked. Hold on. Chiggery. It's called Chiggery. The Chiggery, which I'm probably definitely saying wrong, styled art. It's in, it's incredible throughout. You know, it it really does look like an art piece come to life, and more importantly, it's absolutely easily readable. At no point did I ever lose my grill in a sea of effects. There was never any confusion as to what I was actually looking at, even when the levels got more complicated than just kind of generic concrete building like the first level. Things really expand from there, but I never had any question as to what I was actually looking at, despite it being, you know, very impressionistic, I suppose. And even more importantly, I never had any issues figuring out, you know, what enemy types I was looking at. I had never had an issue that I could immediately tell what I was looking at. And even when things got incredibly hectic, I never had any issue at all differentiating anything on the screen. And, you know, that's important too. And nothing ever got too busy. The effects weren't overwhelming. They only added to the game. Speaking of only adding to the game too, speaking of which, speaking of which, the music is incredible. Um, the jazz soundtrack is great. It's adapted to what you're doing. So if you get your gorilla hauling ass, things kind of pick up. Every time you're smashing dudes in the clouds of blood, which we'll come back to, you know, there's cymbal hits and some levels, there's some other sound effects, more like bass sounds, that sort of thing. It is awesome. But it is not just a dude wailing on a set of drums, as the beginning of the game might lead you to believe. But the whole jazz aspect is awesome. So now that I've handed out all the good jobs and shot rainbows and attaboy rockets up Ape Out's ass regarding how solid the game is, we find ourselves at the bone thugs in harmony of, this, of the matter. Do we reward Ape Out for doing almost everything right and being a unique experience and just hand wave off the rest no because that's not what we do here we're here because of our unrelenting obsession with the truth and the truth is ape out isn't bad it's just kind of boring so uh i don't know let's let's bring it back to jazz again because jazz jazz jazzy jazz the jazziest jazz that ever jazz 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 man jazz but, you know, okay, Ape Out is 100% the jazz record that your coked out resident assistant recommends you your freshman year at college. When you listen to it, you can recognize the quality. You can even enjoy the fact that, boy howdy, they're really doing something here. And you're glad you checked it out. But at the same time, you know, you're not enrolled in jazz history like he is. And you're not on your third day with no sleep because you just bought a new, uh, new button. You baggy a blow and while you aren't not liking the album you're also kind of aware that they're equally cool and you know importantly more fun albums that you could be jamming to instead that's what Apop feels like the main issue stems from the basic gameplay conceit i am a gorilla but a real gorilla unfortunately this does not exactly lead to a lot of particularly interesting level scenarios Short of evil scientists and poachers, there just 
aren't scads of circumstances wherein a gorilla finds himself embroiled in hand-to-hand combat with armed guards, all in the midst of a frantic escape. Now, the developers do try to alleviate the situation at least a little bit by you know, featuring level layouts that do shift and rearrange within set parameters each and every time you die. Now, no doubt that this is a design metaphor for... You guessed it. Jazz. Because it forces you to improvise like jazz. So I'm really starting to hate jazz. Just like jazz, the word jazz. Because of all this. Now, an issue starts to arise when you pair those rearranging level layouts with the game's higher... Now, I'm not going to say high, but definitely higher than typical difficulty level. Because suddenly, now, with some of the levels, you're not really... You don't feel as though you're mastering the level. You feel like you're kind of biding your time, waiting until a more advantageous level layout presents itself, at which point you're done chilling and you complete the level and move on. Now, the fact that the game has you play as a real-life style gorilla does also severely limit your opportunities for meaningful interaction within the game world. You could run, smash stuff open, use doors ripped off their hinges as shields, you could shove slash smash dudes, or use them as human shields and throw them away when you're done. That even gives you a free shot that you unfortunately don't control, but those are pretty much the limits of your interaction. Now that might sound like a lot of verbs, but really it's only like six-ish, depending on how you slice it. And the, and the door shields are situationally based and limited, so that you can toss. And the stuff that you can smash, it's largely limited to things like windows and doors to shipping containers you can run through. It's not like there's a bunch of environmentally based weapon tomfoolery happening here. Uh, See, so you can get rid of that too. So really, we're down to just run, which is rather obvious, shove slash smash. Now I say it that way because the shove, if done into a wall or another enemy, becomes a smash. And that's where you get the giant clouds of blood. And lastly, you have the human shield action, which it slows you down and makes you vulnerable from behind. You can't control their shot. So I don't really, it doesn't give you as many options as you might initially think. So with the combat options being as limited as they are, once the wow factor of the fancy veneer wore off, what you're really left with is kind of a pretty shallow feeling game. Then again, what are you supposed to do? How do we fix this? Apes in space? Give the gorilla a katana? Would any of this even fit in with my theme, Fred? I asked myself as a fictional stand-in for someone asking themselves the same questions as if they were really the developer, not me musing as to what I would do if I were the developer. An emphatic yes to all the questions I asked myself to sound smart. Did I just make the game better? Probably. And I definitely think the jazz theme could support an armory of melee weapons that would be familiar to all jazz fans. The aforementioned samurai sword? Very jazz. A pair of tight leather gloves and a telescopic baton? Seems pretty jazz to me. A cast iron pan? Sure. Another cast iron pan? Why not? How about, try this on for size, a smug sense of self-importance derived almost exclusively from the rarity and inaccessibility of the media one chooses to consume? Sounds about right. A clarinet! These are 
Of course, just suggestions. It'd be crucial to consult the jazz expert in order to determine the most appropriate weaponations for the game. Anyway, what's here is cool too, I guess. Sorry. This episode was brought to you by in real life Patreon supporter, my Mr. Coffee, Mr. Pendleroy Tonsonberg. You gave everything for the Ocean Man Games Club podcast, including your life. We thank you and honor your sacrifice and memory with this moment of silence. Don't tell me now that I don't actually know the words to the song. I'm just going to keep going and see what happens. It's mostly just me singing, I guess. Mr. Pendle Roy Ton Tin Sun Beck. We love you.